Table Reads presents Batman Year One by Frank Miller. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee, Jeff Lewis, and Joshua Baker. Hello, Internet. Welcome back to Table Reads. Jeff is here. I'm here. Josh is here. Como estas? We're all here. What's not here for my YouTube viewers is the script. We had some technical difficulties, so... Jeff gets to be out there and in the open, and I've sort of repositioned the camera a little bit so people can maybe see my face a little. I'm terrified. I usually hide behind the art. Yes, well, now now there's nothing for you to hide behind. (laughs) Everybody gets to see your pretty face. Ah! All right, we're all visible. It's great. So, welcome to Table Reads. This is episode... I think 114. Don't fuck it up. It's uh, <laughs> 114. Part four of Frank Miller's Batman Year One, the film that would have been directed by Darren Aronofsky. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to help you out, Sean. 13, 14, 15, 16. So now just it's one of those, right? So now when you, you have audio clips of us saying each of the teens, so you can insert some after you it's, say it's 114. <laughs> it's 114. I just went and looked. Holy crap. Didn't we just do one 100? It just happened. That's that been, was that was last year. That was 2019. It's been 14 hours of this shit already. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. We go over all the time. Middle like, Earth to Gotham, 14 hours. That's how long that takes. That's, <laughs> that's a long hike. That's no, a, we did good. That's a well. You take that shortcut that goes like right past Minas Tirith and directly to Mount Doom. Yeah, that's, Gotham's on the other side. Yeah, exactly. It took us almost as long to talk about the one script as all the Lord of the Rings movies actually took to watch. It's it's true. <laughs> it's very true. So, um, we're talking this is about part Batman. four of Batman Year One. <laughs> And I love talking about Batman. I'm not talking about Batman more, but I just... It's one of my favorite things to talk about in the world. Does it have Tom Bombadil in it? <laughs> Does it have Tom I, don't, Bomb- no. I don't know how you know Tom Bombadil's name. How did you remember that? Just because we, we talked about y'all it. Y'all said it, and I, and I never got to introduce him. At one point, I thought he was a horse. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see um, on YouTube there. Uh, if you're not on YouTube, you should check out the YouTube channel because I have a bat shrine, Look actually. At all this. I've got an original page of Norm Brayfogel art and a Norm Brayfogel sketch. And the original artist, William Shakespeare. <laughs> and the, the Shakespeare bust from the 66 show and all little trinkets and doodads. I love me some Batman. He does love Batman. And, you know, let's talk about where we've been in this script. Previously on Table Reads. So we've been telling the well-known Batman origin. You're familiar with it. Young Bruce Wayne sees his parents murdered before his eyes and decides to dedicate his life to selling scrap right across the street from where his parents were murdered. So after 15 years of the scrap life, 
Bruce decides to take a stand against crime. So he goes out and goads people into attacking him so that he can crime fight them. Eventually, he decides, through a weird mixture of sporting goods shopping and people mistaking the mark his signet ring leaves on the bruised faces of criminals, to become the Batman. As the Batman hyphenated, he fights his way up the ring of Gotham's underworld until he finally punches his way to the general of crime, Estrada. Fade in. Batman's greatest nemesis, Estrada. <laughs> it's, it's Eric Estrada. Okay. <laughs> I hate chips. <laughs> I'm going to punch punch. <laughs> punch punch. Oh, that's good. That's good. Exterior, six-story warehouse near Gotham Docks later. By the way, um, for those of you who do enjoy reading along on the YouTube channel and are sad that you cannot this time, you can go to tablereadspodcast.com. Go to the scripts page. It's there. You can download it. You can read along. So do that. Enjoy the awfulness that is about to happen to you. Fade in. Fade in. Exterior. <laughs> Six-story, period, warehouse, period, near Gotham Docks. Later, close-up of a syringe. The tip makes a dimple in Estrada's neck. Oh <clears throat> this is hot. <clears throat> this is hydrostrychine sulfate. <laughs> I knew you were going to mess Strych- it up. Strychnine. Strychnine. <clears throat> this is hydrostrychnine sulfate. There you go. You think of it as a cross between truth serum and the worst acid trip of your life. Makes the stuff they had at Woodstock feel like aspirin. The Batman presses the sinister syringe into Estrada's corroded artery. You know, I've never seen corroded spelled out. It really threw me for a loop. Or carotid? Carotid artery. His karate artery. His karate artery. (laughs) (laughs) There's, There's an immediate change in Estrada's attitude. Yeah, no shit. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> Arkham! He injected science into my lungs. Exterior, <laughs> six-story warehouse, morning. Okay, this is a dumb thing, and we're real early into this script to start picking shit apart, but in the previous scene, six-story is the number six hyphen story period warehouse and this is six story written out it's how they don't know that sean they can't read the script (laughs) now they know because i said it jeff oh no the illusion is broken but what what happens one scene to the next he doesn't remember what his system is he probably stopped where we did and then then he picked it up the next week he's like where were we we were in a six-story warehouse. I don't have an outline. <laughs> I just remember something about whores. Syringes. Where are they at in this six-story warehouse? It's not like top floor. It's the like, exterior. Bottom floor. Why are they outside? Why do we care? Because Batman's, <laughs> I don't know, hanging them no, off the ledge. No, Swear to me. He's in now. They, 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 we actually probably cut one scene too early. To They both say exterior. Oh no. Exterior, six story warehouse, morning. An obviously drugged Estrada, duct taped to a sixth floor flagpole, rants loudly. 
A few cops stand around looking up at the spectacle. A crowd has gathered. Estrada yells to anyone who will listen. Did we have an Estrada? Yeah, you, was you, I were, Estrada? you were Estrada. Who was Estrada? Like, what was Estrada? I he was like, I mean, I'm assuming Hispanic. I don't remember being Hispanic. Was I Estrada? I don't think he had a line of dialogue. I think the Batman just comes in. And he's like, ha ha, Estrada, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we got. We're that. right. So yeah. you're the, you can be. Estrada. Oh, I was Sanchez. That's right. Okay, I was Sanchez. So I was Estrada. You can no, be. no one Anyone has been can Estrada. Be Estrada right now. Open casting. Who wants it? Uh, I've got. I don't want to talk back and forth to myself. Okay, I can be Estrada. Well, I don't think he's got much left. So, uh. <gasps> spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> He's duct taped to a pole, <laughs> like a flag. Uh, okay, all right, uh, Estrada. We get the girls from overseas. They work for us. Love takes money. He runs the show. The trains run on time. Keeps the show on the road. Police say you do your job. We do your job. No wait. I do my job. You pay me. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was him thinking out loud. We go to the party sometimes. I have a nice car. (laughs) (laughs) The next next character is Corrupt Cop. And he's talking to Junior Cop. (laughs) Cut him down before someone hears him. (laughs) With this knife. Get your fingerprints on (laughs) it. Can I just say, Josh, um, Estrada, I don't know. Jeff, did you feel this? He sort of went from being mildly Hispanic to mildly Asian. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't make it, I don't make it a point to culturally appropriate anybody's culture. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So, he's, he's so a, I'm, I'm, I'm appropriating all of them. He's a Sean. cultural two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some egg rolls? Empanadas. I don't know what the fuck Estrada is supposed to sound like. Empanadas and ramen. <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. It does. Dude. I, Take my money. I now want a Mexican-Japanese fusion restaurant. Oh. Make it so. <clears throat> the cop cuts him down, and we cut forward to... Cut forward? Interior. I, it's Gotham. probably, like, it was probably going to be, like, funny. Like, you'd be like, swing, and then, like, it cut into the next scene or something like that. Probably want the bat spins up into the screen. (laughs) Interior Gotham Justice Building. Booking desk. Morning. Gordon rages at a desk sergeant. This man is a known felon. He's on the most wanted list. We have numerous witnesses who heard him confessing to serious racketeering and corruption operations. You can't just let him go. He walks. I got my orders. Damn it! Dent pulls Gordon off. Jesus, Jim, calm down. What do you expect? The man was assaulted, drugged, kidnapped. Nothing he says is admissible in court. No sane person will prosecute. Bull. It was Lobe who sprung him to cover his own butt. Gordon stomps off in a rage. Uh, You know, like a (laughs) grown-up. Whiskers waffling. I love that Sean has remembered that Dent was like a cigar smoking. Oh, no, no. That's that's Mayor No No, no, One. That's Mayor No One. No One. He's he's, a fucking... Lando. He's Lando. The really bad 1989... Oh, that's right. That was your Lando. Oh, no. (laughs) So I said specifically it wasn't Lando. He speaks differently in Batman 89. No, I know. 
<laughs> and yes, it's bad. Obviously, it's bad. Oh, he already it. said that. He already I love it, that. though. No, it was, it was fucking like... Got a lot of I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. No, no, no. Because uh, <laughs> I saw a video of Hank Azaria talking about what all his Simpsons voices are. And they're all bad impersonations of people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a, like, Mo is a bad Al Pacino. Yeah. Oh. Didn't he say he was going to stop doing oh. Apu? Uh, I think Apu is done. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not writing lines for him anymore. Yeah. What they give him, like, a nice, like, British accent now? <laughs> that would work. Hello. Honestly. Yeah, no, no it would. Uh, uh, let's see. what uh, Chief Wiggum, I think, was a bad Edward G. Robinson. Like, oh, shit. He says they're all just bad, lazy impersonations. So I'm fine with doing a terrible impersonation of somebody and having it come across as if it's a unique voice. I feel like I did a Pacino in this script somewhere, but I don't you know did. What you did Pacino, was and I thought it was Richard Nixon. <laughs> Who was it? No. It was. A, it was. It was. Same when the mayor. It same guy. Low. Oh, I gotta tell you. Oh, well, it is very Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a crook. Wow, your Nixon's better than your Pacino. Jesus. What? <laughs> okay. I didn't know which one I was doing. We're way off base here, guys. <laughs> we gotta move. Welcome back to episode 130. <laughs> Previously on. <laughs> Previously on this episode. Uh, exterior, the Gotham Justice Building. Morning. The Batman sits in his Lincoln Continental across the street from the police station. In the morning light, it it looks more like a souped-up limo than a demon car. Almost. Almost. The Batman is totally messed up. His clothes hang in tatters. Blood puddles in the footwell of the car. He listens to the tapes of Estrada's confession. Here we go, Estrada. <laughs> Give him your best as a confession. Lob runs the whole thing. Uses the cops as bagmen to collect and distribute the money. He's into everything. Numbers. Girls. <laughs> I need a warm up. What the fuck? Yeah, we didn't warm up. My Batman sounded like a fucking... Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, He's into everything. Numbers. Drugs. Girls. Guns. You name it. He gets a cut. Hey. Don't... You don't look like my mother. What the... <laughs> What? Oh, because he's on the drugs. Yeah. Hey, oh, so like, hey you, you don't, don't look, look like my, my mother. Hey, you don't look like my mother. You don't look like, my, like my mother. <laughs> what the fuck is this Estrada guy? Like, he's he's a uh, he's like a high end wearing a business suit, running prostitutes and shit, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's the general of crime in yeah. Gotham. Oh, yeah. so you should have worked. You should have yeah, been saying that like slurry. Yeah. My, yeah. That was a, that. Was, read it again. Do it again. Do a slurry. Like love, love runs the whole thing. There you go. Uses cops as bagmen to collect and distribute the money. He's into everything: numbers, drugs, girls, guns. You name it. He gets a cut. Hey, you don't look like my mother. That's that's better. I guess the question is: Why is he telling his mother all of this? (laughs) Well, he's bragging. Hey, mom, let me tell you about my crime. My abuela. <laughs> I wor- my mother worked all her life. She never get past selling weed on the corner. <laughs> but me, I'm into everything. Now I'm selling weed by the truckload. Numbers. 
Numbers, Numbers. I like girls. girls. I like seashells. I do the drugs. <laughs> Love. He get a cut. <laughs> Click. We've the been Batman. on this line way more. Than- <laughs> Jesus. The Batman turns off the machine and looks out his tinted window. Gordon storms out of the precinct house. A gazed and rumpled-looking Estrada, newly released, and Flass, his releaser, share a smile at Gordon's obvious fury. The enemy is everywhere, even here. There's These so-called policemen nurture the cancer. They breed it in men like Estrada and turn it loose on my streets. Your Batman was much deeper. Way deeper. Mm. It looks like Estrada is only another soldier. The real generals live in there. This whole movie is going to be just Batman versus the police. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. It's, it's basically going to be the scene from Birds of Prey or the eman- and the glorious, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn where she goes in and assaults the police. Have you guys watched the movie? Yeah, I did. I did. Nope. Well, she goes into the police station with spoilers a, with basically a t-shirt cannon. Right, and takes everybody out. It's fucking awesome. This this one, I'm I'm more into the. Uh, sorry. Uh, shit, I forgot what was I going to say. The Batman looks up at the Gotham Justice Building and says out loud, "It's your turn, Lo. <laughs> it's your turn, Lo. I'm coming after you." With a painful effort, the Batman puts the car in gear. So I must climb higher still. Your loving son, Bruce. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The Lincoln drives off. Exterior, east end sidewalk, morning. Little Al walks down the same crappy sidewalk as before with his coffees and donuts. I remember what I was going to say. It was on the hinge of you saying it's going to be Batman versus the police. I love that he's like making all these theatrics and as soon as the cops come he goes, oh shit, the cops, and he just stabs the guy. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta hurry this up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Cops are here. Cops are here. Quick, where's the drugs? Stop stabbing yourself. Before it was all measured, he's like, so. It's okay, officer. I'm helping him breathe. (laughs) <laughs> You're loving son, Bruce. But I love that. Because you like, remember, he, he cut the guy's throat to give him a tracheotomy that's so right. he could oh, yeah. breathe. Yeah. But I love the idea that he's like going through it and it's slow and measured and theatrical. He's like, oh, you'll be afraid. And then he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like he's gathering all his shit into a double bag around the room. <laughs> like blowing out candles. <laughs> <laughs> Exterior, junkyard behind Little Al's garage. Morning. Little Al enters a transformed junkyard. Piles of junk have been moved. Rearranged. Man, who's rearranging all my junk? <laughs> that one. I didn't sign off on this. That pile used to be over there. <laughs> uh, that's not the line, sorry. <clears throat> Bruce? <laughs> Crushed it. All around, little Al sees evidence of target practice, strange devices, and small explosions. There's the Lincoln Continental with blood pooled on the seat. He follows blood droplets up the wooden stairs that lead to Bruce's apartment. The door hangs slightly ajar. Little Al pushes it open and enters. Where does he enter, Sean? Interior. The... (laughs) 
<laughs> Interior, the Batman's lair. <laughs> I can take that. I was so wondering far. what you guys were gesturing about. <laughs> Happy oh my God, I know bad day, Birthman. Oh, that's Batman to you, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> it's it's uh, like a Scottish or an Irish thing. I've got to go to me Batman's. What's up, Batman? It's me Batman's birthday that's this week. That's the goddamn Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! She'll beat you with her rolling pin. <laughs> She's got a broom. <laughs> she hits you right in the face with it. God damn it, that's Ab- good. About the head and shoulders. About the head and shoulders. <laughs> Interior, the Batman's lair, morning. Bruce's apartment has been transformed into a crime-fighting command center. There's a huge flowchart describing Gotham's crime... Describing... Okay, so he's just guessed. He's gotten out a Sharpie and a big old piece of paper. He's crazy. And he's he's written... Guy I punched in the mouth, his boss, <laughs> this guy whose arm I broke. He didn't do any investigating. He's done no, no, no investigating. Yeah, he just he's, bleed. Just, he's just a fucking lunatic who spent the last 15 years working in a scrapyard, peeping at prostitutes across the street, and going, I know how crime works. Well, it's also it's also really funny. I mean, even if you take Batman out of it, it's like the Batman's lair. Bruce's apartment has been transformed into a yeah. crime-fighting command center. It's a lair. Like, he's like, get out of my lair. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm here for the rent. Like, no. <laughs> it's like, hey, are you going to... Bruce, this is my back cave. Yo, that's a lot of tax in the wall. <laughs> you going you gonna to fix that? You're going to lose your deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting crime. <laughs> Did you bleed on the floor? Like, this is legitimately just, like, there's no way that you can shoot this where it's not just insane no it's it's conspiracy theory the movie with with mel gibson right but he's batman that's why it would be funny if none of these guys were doing anything wrong like he's just trying to he's filling in the Jeff, blanks it's already funny all of this is funny well it'd be funnier i guess i kind of like it that he's, he's crazy he's outside the police station talking to his dead father Presumably writing him a letter. Bleeding. Because that's what bleeding. he's doing all the rest right. of the time. The so he's sitting in his car, bleeding, writing a letter like, Dear Dad, the bad guy isn't really the bad guy that I thought he was. There's more bad guys and they're cops. The real bad guys are in there. Draws an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he just draws a shitty square building that says police on it. Like, Look at all. With a, he has a red pen for that. Yeah, little, <laughs> red arrow. Yeah, he's got one of the pens that have the different colors. As you click, it's got down. blue and red, and he just puts a little a little light on top of the building, blue uh, and red. Uh, I gotta get in there. The good news is I can go in, and there's a jail right inside. They live at the jail. The bad guys live at the jail. I don't have to. They're just it. on the wrong side of the bars. That's what I was going to say. Maybe he's, that's like the poetic way, but what if he's really dumb? He's like, all the criminals keep going into that building. <laughs> like, they're arresting headquarters. Yeah. He just, so he goes in there and he's like, oh, let me hear it. He just goes in and turns the locks around. <laughs> I got you. He, he goes into a cell, turns the lock around. He's like, now I'm the only one that's not in jail. <laughs> the world is in jail. Your loving son, Bruce. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the next 45 minutes of the movie is just him drooling on himself. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of crime going on out there. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm calling it. From here on out, we're making up Batman parodies based on this script just every this episode. One script. <laughs> he never knew this one script would give like 18 <laughs> bits. It's a lot of good ideas. Yeah. Like, I mean, we already came up with with trust fund Batman and Alfred's hiring actors, <laughs> and now it's just insane Batman. He's he's not he's just sharpening a mask on his face. We You're should, like, is that Bruce Wayne? I'm Batman. We should send the the writer uh, multiple different thank you notes with handwritten <laughs> links to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, magazine letters. Yeah. But we have to also get magazine underlined so he knows it's a link. <laughs> it's, a link. <laughs> it's it's almost like Into the Spider-Verse, but the Batman version. Yeah, yeah, that's what it'll be. Yeah. It'll just be a bunch of shitty, retarded Batman. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the only casting you can do on this is Pete Holmes. I was going to go with Jeff Daniels. The Pete Holmes, the, the Batman. Yeah, no, I don't Batman. Oh, poor little guys all just took it out. <laughs> Stop looking at me. What's this on your planet? <laughs> All right, moving in. Ah, moving on. Not moving in. Moving into Bruce's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> this is my back, hey. Uh, huge flowchart. Gotham's crime organizations, people's names, rank, jobs, and police involvement. Pictures of Loeb and Estrada hang from the wall with duct tape. Crime-fighting gear lays piled on the tables. And is that Chi-Chi's paper department store bag of money? You tell me. In a, serial, in a series of metal lockers, we can see the progression of Bruce's suits, belts, weapons, and disguises. Some broken, many caked with blood. What do you mean the progression? Oh, I, I keep my old suit here. <laughs> but then I got a new one, so I moved to the next locker. And every time I upgrade... I just go to a different locker and I leave the old one. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't actually upgrade the belt. He's like, I need two more holes in the next one. He just leaves that one on the floor and builds a completely new belt. <laughs> Let me show you my trophy room. It's just a bunch of lockers. Hey, he's leaving a lot of blood evidence everywhere because every time they describe him, it's like, he's just bleeding everywhere. Like, somebody's like, oh, this is his blood. You just do, well, there's not so a good cop in a in movie when the FBI finds the serial killer's apartment and they have like a box of ears in the fridge that match perfectly with the dead people that are all missing ears. This is that. Oh. Yeah. This is just the perfect like gift wrapped right. bat evidence pile. He is terrible at his job. He's terrible at every job. I was about to say, he's not even showed up to work lately. I, I've been moving scrap around. With bombs. I've <laughs> <laughs> been setting bombs off in the middle of Gotham. Strangely, no one's noticed. Nobody's noticed. <laughs> Little Al finds the Batman lying unconscious on the floor. He's lost a lot of blood. <laughs> See, there it is again. So much blood. I haven't lost it. It's over there. He's quite possibly. The I, worst I just left it in the right? car. <laughs> I left it in the car. Couple pints here and there. Uh, and where's where did my blood go? 
Interior, the Batman's lair, hours later. Bruce comes around in his bed. His eyes flutter and then snap open. He's momentarily confused. Little Al sits nearby, drinking a coffee. You didn't call the police? Nope. Bruce looks at his bandages. Not a bad job at all. He tries to sit up. Too painful. Settle down, boy. Let me tell you something. I got a monologue. Here you go. Shape up, shape up. I've seen a lot of people get cut all to pieces in the jungle. And he better not mean the literal jungle. I will shit. Maybe it's Vietnam. It's probably Nam, yeah. Oh, yeah. Could be. And after, I seen even more come home all cut up on the inside. Now, they trained me to heal a man on the outside with bandages and thread. But there ain't nothing anyone can do for those wounds on the inside. You just stay the hell out of the way and hope they sort it out for themselves. I've been wondering when you were going to go off. But this? This is something else! You know it's a lucky thing we the same blood type. Little Al holds up his arm. He's got a transfusion hose going from it to into Bruce. That's not how that works. This is how he frames Little Al for murders. Yeah. <laughs> like he cuts himself. <laughs> the transfusion is his blood. Like, <laughs> Little Al did it. If we weren't, I'd have had to take you to the hospital. And they would have thrown your ass in Arkham Asylum. <gasps> oh, they said it. I mean, yeah, this dude is fucking insane. He's nuts. Yeah, no, no, that's not okay. He's not okay. Well, Batman's okay, already insane. Here's, here's, no, no. Batman is only not, only insane. Like, people don't be like, oh, Batman's insane. It's because he has tons of money. Right, right, yeah, right, no, right. No, I mean, Batman is insane, but not like this. This is, like, if this Batman in this script goes up against the Joker, the Joker's only response is... Ooh, I ha! That's too much. I'm gonna get a job. <laughs> and he just chases him. Eat a dick, clown. <laughs> <laughs> like the Joker would literally just be, whoo! But that's too much crazy for me. I gotta back away. You know, like he's like reaching through the bars and locking the key. <laughs> <laughs> he's like throwing the key over there. I'm in jail, Batman. I'm just, just gonna lock myself. <laughs> just fucking just stra- straight stabs the Joker and then he's laying on the ground. He just like takes his flower off and like <laughs> <laughs> This isn't how this was <laughs> supposed to go. Now I'm pretty. <laughs> Interior, Arkham Asylum, afternoon. Gordon follows an orderly through the large, time-worn Victorian building. Strange sounds emanate from the doors lining the hallways. Whimpering. Giggling. Sobbing. That's better. A pair of orderlies pass, wheeling a young, very pale man in a straitjacket. Oh, shit! (laughs) He has greenish hair. Oh, no! Sean Stradamus strikes again! Holy So there's shit. a Joker already in lockup before Batman even started his crusade on crime. Is it fucking weird that I want this? Yeah. Like, no, I want I this to know what, I want to know what this Joker looks like. Because it could just be cool. Like, it's just two psychopaths fucking yeah. duking it out. Like, yeah. 
just tons of fucking they're just cutting shit out of each other in the street and everybody's just what the fuck is yeah. happening yeah. who are these guys yeah. there's a hockey uh, man and a, and a clown and <laughs> fighting in the middle of the fucking street sounds awesome it does sound awesome <laughs> Like it, as a it, shot, right? Like yeah, a shot, no. then be like, especially if like, like they just keep going. Yeah, it's like through a whole night, and they like battle. But you know what it sounds city, like? Like mm. it sounds like the fucking biggest like viral YouTube video. <laughs> like someone's just it's just no, cell phone yeah. footage. Yeah, hockey man and Pennywise fight in the street. <laughs> Nobody knows their names because they don't have any yeah, more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's never established himself as Batman. <laughs> like, oh shit! It's that guy. Hmm. Uh, straight jacket. He has greenish hair. Orderly number one. <laughs> You're joking. Gordon watches them go by before knocking on an office door marked Dr. Patricia Holcomb, MD, PhD, Director. Mm. Okay. Interior, Patricia Holcomb's office. Afternoon. Patricia Holcomb is a handsome woman, reaching early middle age with all the dignity that could be expected of someone who spends their lives surrounded by the criminally insane. Thank you for seeing me, Doctor. I'll try not to take up too much of your time. Not at all, Detective. I've been following your vigilante case with some interest. An intriguing mind. I look forward to hosting it, if that's possible. You say that if you... You say that if it's... You say that if it's... Oh, my God. He can't talk with a gun in his mouth. <laughs> I got to get a new gun. He's like... He's like, he's like <laughs> you say that. Here we go. You Here say go. that as if you don't think we're going to catch him. There you go. I'm not sure you can. Not alive, anyway. I've read the file you sent over. They describe a man who inhabits a delusional world of great danger and violence. Danger and violence? Sounds about right for the East End. Ah, but this mind inhibits a world more horrible than East End. A world so threatening and dangerous that it's had to create a new persona, a new identity to cope. This guy's become a demon in order to fight his demons. Exactly. Would you like a job as a doctor at this <laughs> fine establishment, sir? My mustache would. <clears throat> Do I solve anything with a gun? <laughs> How about this knife? How about a bat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good cop. I'm a bat. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for that. Is the Batman to like instead of batarangs, he just has pouches with bats in them. Yeah. <laughs> Those little tiny bats. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to t- I want him to get the shit kicked out of him so bad that he's like he like stumbles into the fucking GCPD and he's just all bloody <laughs> like on crutches and shit. He's like, Where's Gordon? <laughs> and he goes up to Gordon, he just lays a fucking bloody application. <laughs> like what kind of benefits you guys got? <laughs> really interested in the medical. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. Now, normally, this kind of delusion represents the terminal stage of a suicidal psychosis. He's trying to kill himself? Yes and no. Something is keeping it going. A quest or a mission of some sort. Much like the Crusaders in ancient Europe who were capable of great feats by virtue of their belief or faith. Ancient Europe? <laughs> you mean flying? X-ray vision? Nothing like that, I assure you. More like mothers lifting cars off children during emergencies. Or even monks and yogis whose faith allows them to do incredible things with their bodies. 
So how do I catch him before his faith does any more great feats to the citizens of this city? I'm afraid that's your problem, detective. My job is knowing what makes them tick, not what makes them run. I will tell you this, though. That mind is starting to enjoy its work. It's capable of anything. Come on, doctor. What do I DQ? How do I stop him before he kills someone? I suppose you strike at the weaknesses. What is this great delusion protecting? It didn't just come into being overnight. It started long ago with a young boy being terribly, terribly hurt. Huh. It's the only way this can have started. I would guess that maybe his parents were murdered. Probably somewhere on 47th Street. Um, <sighs> probably by that old cat house across from the scrapyard. Try there. So I've never been. Normally this is uh, Sean's shtick to point out like wrong words and stuff like that. And I think your mind fixed it. But and at one of the Dr. Holcomb's right before, it says, I'm afraid that's your problem, detective. It actually says, my job is knowing what makes them thick, oh. not what makes them run. <laughs> it does say thick. And so you fixed it and said tick, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like th- I can't th- wait until they get done. He's like, I got to know what makes them thick. That's a thick boy right there. <laughs> not what makes them run. <laughs> Cardio doesn't make them thick. <laughs> make Bat- thick. Batman is snack. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I just had to do that. I know that Sean's gig normally, but I had to point that one out. Anyway, sorry. I, Why did Gordon say, what do I DQ? Is it supposed think, to be I D? I think it's do? do, and I think the, it goes the o, with, I think the O is underlined, but the go, D isn't. It goes with thick if they're <laughs> going to Dairy Queen. Oh, no, that's not underlined. <laughs> what do you that's, DQ? <laughs> that's for sure a Q. He's just there with a Chicken bliz- tender He's basket. there with a blizzard. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it doesn't come out. It's like this city. You turn it upside down and nothing shakes out. <laughs> it started long ago. The Bat Buster Parfait. With a young boy being terribly, terribly hurt. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Thank you, Doctor. Gordon stands to go. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Mayor, watch your language, you bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to table reads. I don't know if we've ever had such a hard time staying on a script. That was six pages. We're normally at least <laughs> like eight or nine deep by oh, the break. Oh, yeah. Like the first couple of episodes we did of this script, I was like, we are cruising yeah, through we this. Hanging on yeah. it. And now it's just lots of asides. Anyone who listens to this show because they like hearing us read the scripts they're, is yeah, they're, very frustrated no, today. No, They've tuned out. They've tuned yeah. out today. They're ruining Batman by talking about Batman, but not reading Batman. 
I, I have to say, though, you know, I listen back to the episodes before I post them, uh, and it's a good thing I do, uh, because nobody cares about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, one of the parts that we did last week, um, for some reason, after we came back from the break, none of Jeff's mic. Oh. The audio existed. I just had to replace the file. For some reason, when it exported to one thing, okay. the second half didn't do your mic at all. That's weird. So, uh... Is it my fault? So we just heard you sort of on other mics, like this in the background. <laughs> like, you're in a, like you're in a submarine or something? Yeah, we just heard him in the background talking, like, through our mics bleed a little bit. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. I gotta reread. Once y'all go to the bathroom, I gotta reread all the lines I did so he can edit it in. But I fixed it anyway. When listening back, I I laugh real hard, mostly at you guys. Oh, thank you, thank you. Fade in. I think. Exterior: Arkham Asylum, parking lot. Moments later, Gordon, lost in thought, digs for his keys. He's startled by Janet selling. Janet selling what? Uh, Mary Kay. D- Detective Gordon! Detective Gordon! Wait a second! Janet Selling, Channel 1 News! Can I have a word with you? Sorry, I'm in a rush here. It's all, It'll only take a second. I, I want to ask <laughs> how about... Did, how did she get onto the news with that grating, irritating voice? <laughs> She's got... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Channel <laughs> 1 is a Fox affiliate. <laughs> uh, I didn't even say anything. I waited. Sean filled that shit in. <laughs> Oh, it's like a Nancy Grace. It'll only take a second. Oh, I love it. I want to ask you about allegations of corruption in the precinct. I'm hoping you'll corroborate some of the rumors I've been hearing. I really am. I want to ask you about corrupt cops. I'm hoping you won't shoot me in the face. I really am in a hurry. A hurry to what? Chase a mental case? Doesn't it anger you that you've been put up to put out the pasture while through while all through the department corruption is running rampant? No question mark. Gordon spins on her furious, then catches himself and smiles. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> she got him. Oh shit! Okay. Gotcha journalism. Okay, what do you wanna what do you wanna know? Selling smiles and takes out a notepad. Exterior, Gotham Justice Building, night. The Batman climbs up a black iron drain spout in the rain. It's dirty, slippery, dangerous work. You don't look badass climbing a drain spout. He's like a really big itsy-bitsy spider. Itsy-bitsy Batman! (laughs) (laughs) It fits. Do you think, and I'm just spitballing here, do you think... That Frank Miller was offered too much money to turn this down, but decided to use it as an opportunity to get people to stop asking him to write Batman shit. <laughs> he just wrote something so not Batman. He's like, that's my best. This <laughs> is not even a Batman story. It's the best I got. <laughs> this is a... Uh... He just... <laughs> He was just writing a sequel to Falling Down and did a search and replace. Yeah, for it's, it's Batman instead of Nathan. Like, <laughs> replace all Nathan with Bat hyphen man. So he had to do Bat hyphen because all the other ones are criminal man, skinhead man. <laughs> <laughs> 
The links to the script, look in the description. <laughs> Falling down. Good plug. Oh, can we do that next? Well, I can subscribe. We can't do Falling Down. It was it a got, movie. It got made. There's so many rules to this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> That's the only one. <laughs> Is it a movie? Yes. Can't do it. <laughs> Shit. Is it a not movie? No? Yes? Wait, then we can do it. I don't know. The only <laughs> reason that rules here is because Sean hates movies. <laughs> 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 he wants to read things that weren't me. <laughs> We're going to start another That's another end of one. the Lord where we only read scripts that read. movies oh, made. that were made. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like the shittiest podcast ever. <laughs> you want to see the shitty version of the movie? And people can just dub us over in just the movies. <laughs> We're reading like really great movies mystery as if they're science terrible. Th- it's like Mystery Science Theater, but like. Right. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. No, there we go. I've, I've often, when full of hubris, compared this podcast to like Mystery Science Theater having a baby with How Did This Get Made? There you go. Sure, yeah. That's not hubris, that's accurate. Thanks. Gotham City spreads out, glittering and twinkling far below. Now I just want to hear Batman go, Gotham City lays before me, twinkling, (laughs) glittering. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still tripping balls from that syringe. I got glitter in my wounds. (laughs) Interior, Gotham City Justice Building, Loeb's office, night. Loeb sits in a red leather club chair drinking brandy as Mayor No One paces the room. It's it's noon, but it's spelled no one. For anyone that's curious. Wait, how was his voice? You were you were Charlie Yeah. You see, Channel One News! They just ran a big police corruption story. Someone's talking. It's that damn Gordon, I'm telling you. We're going to have to take drastic measures with that detective. But right now, we've got bigger problems. <laughs> Our friends in the street are making some seriously unhappy noises about this vigilante. <laughs> For Christ's sake, Jillian, things are slipping into chaos. What's going on around here? I don't know exactly. For now, our boys on the force are keeping our associates calm. But I'd like to meet face to face. Let them air their concerns and do a little damage control. Sounds like you're talking about one of your parties. Yeah. I talked to Estrada. He'll bring some girls. All his girls are so prissy. Don't worry. I know you'll like them. More mm, assertive. We'll find you a party favor. I'll see to it myself. And by the way, here. Loeb tosses a yellow envelope like the one Flash tried to give to Gordon, only fatter, at the mayor. The precinct guys wanted you to have this. The mayor flips through it, smiles. We pan out the window to exterior Gotham Justice Building moments later. Again, I love that the bribery envelopes are color-coded. Yeah. Yellow is good. Exterior Gotham... Oh, uh, a large gargoyle sits hunched on the granite facade of the Justice Building. Oh, is it going to move and end up being Batman? Also, is Selina going to be the prostitute at this party? It only moves at night. It turns back into a gargoyle. This isn't the day. even foreshadowing. This is three shadowing. This is Whoa. terrible. Not enough shadowing. <laughs> Wrapped in his cape, the Batman remains unmoving in the cold, pouring rain. Pinch- 
I saw pigeons and I just immediately thought that they were like just shitting on him. Pigeons walk around on the ledge next to him, cooing and pecking at bird excrements and smog fallout. Smog fallout? Are there bits of shit in fog that birds can peck at? Ow! <laughs> Answer me, internet. I want to know. <laughs> a wire runs along the ledge, leading to a small contact microphone attached to the window. The Batman grins. Oh boy! We. <laughs> I would want to do it one take. Fuck. Mm. Oh boy, we've been invited. <laughs> mm. Come on, get your bat face on. Sorry. Yeah, grinning. Oh boy, we've been invited to a party. He reels in his contact mic. Weet. <laughs> Interior, Harvey Dent's office. Morning. Gordon bursts in, interrupting. It's becoming a pattern with these two. What's up, Jim? You look terrible. My office was ransacked. They were at my apartment, too. Broke the locks, tossed the place. They tried to make it look like burglars, but I think it was Flask and his, tr and his crew looking for my file. I'm not surprised. After that news story, you're likely to be public enemy number one to those guys. In fact, the file may be the only thing keeping you alive at this point. Great, because they found it and they took it. Here, sit down, have some coffee. You gotta get out of town. Disappear for a while. Right. I'll go up to the cabin in the woods and die of multiple accidental hunting gunshot wounds to the back. Jesus, calm down, Jim. Just take it easy. There has to be something you can do. Nope. It's business as usual for me. I play the good soldier, stay low, and hunt for my Batman. They don't want you to catch the vigilante. They would give they would give you some manpower if they did. And when you capture the guy, they're going to crucify you on the news. This guy's becoming a saint to some people. He's a terrorist, Harvey. A dangerous psychopath. Who knows how far he'll take his personal war on crime. Yeah, it's really scary to think how far a guy will go to get to rid this town of crime. Dent meant that as a jab, but Gordon missed it. Exterior, Frank on Gordon being a clueless fuckwad, cut to... <laughs> Exterior, Franklin Street, night. A limo rolls through the darkened street. As it passes, nasty, skanky whores fly into a frenzy. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> I think I know what it looks like. A lot of heels. One time when I was 18 years old, <laughs> I was walking down the street in a bad neighborhood, and there was a woman sitting... On the little window ledge in front of a storefront, with her hand on her, with her chin on her on her hand like this, and she just goes, "Hey, boy, how old you is?" <laughs> what the fuck? And I told her eighteen. She went, "18? Man, you look just like a little boy. No, he looked just like a little boy." And there was nobody there next to her. Oh no! What the fuck? <laughs> I was gonna go more. And I walked away you. while she was just cackling. This is just a psychologist meeting. <laughs> hey boy, how old you is? Dr. Hamilton. I was going with Skanky Horse flying to a frenzy and just going to be like, well, I watched the Super Bowl halftime show too. Whoa! Womp womp, but he went really deep with yeah. it. Uh, it's cathartic. <laughs> His acting was really good. No, no, he did good. That was really oh, good. Yeah, I mean, that lady is burned in I my brain. I believe there were that two people true there. true story. Um, also, football? 
That nasty, nasty halftime show. I don't know nothing about no sports balls. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Nasty, skanky whores flying into a frenzy. Thanks, Frank. They desperately prostrate themselves before the car. All but one. She's different. Confident and attractive, where the others twitch and vamp. Pitiful and horrid. It's Selena. She's dressed in knee-high black boots, black leather pants, a leather halter top. She wears her wig and carries a whip. Interior, the limo, night. Loeb assesses Selena. Mm, that one. And the next thing you know, Selena is inside. Interior, Loeb's mansion, master bedroom, night. Loeb lives in a beautiful old world mansion, one of the many benefits he's received from his long career of graft. Selena lies on his four-poster bed in his tacky mirror and silk bedroom. Make yourself at home, darling. I have some business to attend to. Then I'll introduce you to a good friend of mine. He's eager to meet you. The moment Loeb leaves, descending the grand staircase, Selena dumps her purse on the bed. Cuffs, whips, rubber ball, and a small camera with a long trigger cord. She finds a hiding place for the camera and strings the cord under the headboard. Then she casually begins to case the place, turns over the ceramics to read the brand, checks out the silver hairbrush. She grabs a satin... Why does Loeb have a silver hairbrush? Is he a Victorian lady? Maybe, uh... He keeps it for his skanky horse. Maybe he's got a nice head of hair. Maybe he's got really long pubes. Yeah. Maybe he's a fairy. Uh, maybe that's how he. Josh wins. Well, I was going to say maybe that's how he knows whether ladies are vampires or, or werewolves. <laughs> but he's like, brush your hair with this. And like, <laughs> get out. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Because everybody knows the best defense against werewolves is yelling, get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, oh, I've been caught. You got me. <laughs> I'm police <laughs> commissioner. <laughs> Don't make me turn off the moon. <laughs> Shut it. Got me. And he gets outside. You just hear the werewolf outside. Like, he got me. <laughs> Leaving little hobo marks. This guy has a silver brush. <laughs> Beware. Hmm. <clears throat> She grabs a satin pillowcase and fills it with loot. She peeks through a gilded door. Through a gilded door, it leads. I'm not on crack, right? She <laughs> peeks through a gilded door. It leads to a staircase. There yeah. should be a comma. Yeah, that's all wrong. You know, I can correct thick to tick, but you leave a comma out and I'm fucking at sea. Intrigued, Selena descends to another door that leads to... Interior, Loeb's private study, night. Selena cautiously enters the room. Interior, living room, Loeb's mansion, night. <laughs> he's got this huge mansion. And he's like, has anybody seen a whore? <laughs> I, she's lost somewhere in the house. I lost my skanky whore. Who knows what she's getting up to? Skank? Oh, skank? <laughs> Me? Me? She stole no, my... you. She left my silver hairbrush. <laughs> From here on out, I'm tagging the skanks that I bring into my mansion. 
Oh shit! <laughs> With a GPS tag. Oh, you know. my bad. I thought no, you were like a scientist Brand branding them. <laughs> well, I mean, we're in the dungeon, she, right? She's They're got all a, about like whips and chains. She's got a branding. big yellow tag hanging off her ear. The fucking chef finds her, turns her around, and looks at her shoulder they like said, "You're one of lobes." They said skanky, not bovine. Whoa! I was thinking more like a turtle or a whale. You know. I think I stopped listening to what you guys were talking about <laughs> and was just making my own lore. And then I come back in the middle of it and y'all are talking about turtles and shit. I'm like, the fuck did I miss? <laughs> like four words? Yeah, I know. That's too much. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you said it like a real brief fugue state. Uh. <laughs> Who is this? Is that you too? I love Texas Cut. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, no. Uh, you should. You're you're fucking missing out. I can't even tell you, but there was a recent episode. I died. Uh, Jason Manzukas's character has memento disease, and he'll just occasionally, like in the middle of a conversation, go, "Where am I? What is this table?" <laughs> That's a good bit. That's a good character. I like that. Oh man. Uh. Loeb's Mansion, living room. Off-duty cops and gangsters party with Estrada's exotic-looking whores. Drugs in high piles cover silver platters. Estrada talks to Flass by a lion statue. Beautiful women bear trays with expensive liquor. Loeb makes his entrance, followed by Mayor No One. Loeb's guests stand as he takes a glass and clinks it. Gentlemen, I've brought a guest with me this evening. Mayor No One would like to express his gratitude for the civil way you've all conducted your business these last few years. Isn't that right, Mayor? Yes, indeed. I am very grateful for the restraint you've shown by keeping your businesses localized to your town. Um, areas of expertise, and I would like to pledge to you all... All right, fine. Uh, down to business. Lope takes a seat in a big leather club chair by the... Who's in charge here? Because that really seems like Loeb is pulling the strings. Isn't that right, Mayor? Oh, yes! Ah, uh, sure is, boss. <laughs> right? No one looks around for a chair, finds none, and wanders over toward the bar. But unbeknownst to the party, one more person is in attendance. Oh my god. <laughs> now all I can do is picture him like with his full like hockey gear pads and everything, but uh, a, a waiter's tuxedo over it with shit like poking out, carrying a tray. I, I like it better if he's in a bikini on top of Olis's outfit and he's got like makeup painted on top of his mask. I am a pretty lady. I am a pretty Batman. He just has bottles of Listerine that are like labeled as like Jack Daniels. <laughs> like really expensive liquors. Exterior, outside in the bushes, night. The Batman has his contact microphone attached to the window of the living room. Who's in there? He listens intently to the conversation taking place inside. Interior, living room. Loeb's mansion, night. Loeb holds forth. The center of attention. Our topic of discussion this evening, the Batman. I knew it! <laughs> You're talking about me! I'm a Batman! I'm a Batman! 
A murmur goes through the gangsters. Batman, gangsters. I checked the bushes. While nearby in interior lobe study, night, Selena roots around. She checks out statues, lifts carpets, tosses the odd gold cigar clipper into her pillowcase. Interior, living room, Loeb's mansion, night. Loeb continues. Gentlemen, I know the Batman has caused some problems for our operations, but this activities must be kept in proper perspective. He is an annoyance, nothing more. A temporary fly and a very rich ointment. Are you crazy? Do you know how many of my boys that psycho is hospitalized? It is absolutely preposterous that you would even think about leaving this nutcase to ruin our businesses like this after what he's done to our operations. Meanwhile, Selena continues to rifle through. Interior, Loeb's study, Loeb's mansion, night. She's made her way into the desk drawer. She finds cash, a silver-plated gun, what? A safe deposit box key. Some papers grab her attention. Gordon's. She reads a little bit. Finally, she just dumps the whole drawer, papers and all, into the pillowcase. Interior, living room, Loeb's mansion, night. The arguing continues. Think of the big picture. Sooner or later, we'll get lucky and someone will put a bullet in this nut. Until then, the media love him. He gives the impression that the city is getting safer. The men, starting to catch his drift, nod. Exterior, outside in the bushes, night. (laughs) The Batman has heard all he cares to hear. I'm over it. (laughs) I'm better than them. (laughs) They're never going to shoot me in the nut. (laughs) Not my nut. (laughs) It's the only one I got left. (laughs) He's about to crash the party with the hand grenade he holds in his fist. What the fuck? He's 1989. He's just in the bushes with a fucking grenade. Like, say one more bad thing about me. One more nut joke. I just, I just wanted to be like, I'll show them who's a nut. That's what I said. I wanted to be like super anticlimactic. I wanted him to stand up out of the bush and like easily punch a hole in the window and then just shot the grenade. He's like. Someone's going to walk outside for a cigarette and just on the patio is going to be a landmine. <laughs> no, he just comes out. He's like, he's like, I've been drinking. Hold this. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> he does. <laughs> I am at home in the bush. He's about to crash the party with the hand grenade he holds in his fist. Two inches from his mouth dangles its circular Why did he pull the pin? Oh, no. No, it's from his mouth. I think it's going toward his mouth to pull. Because you you can only pull those pins with your teeth. You can't use your hand. I see what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other one's holding his microphone on. He he runs in with the headset on. He's like, I heard what you said. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, his head snaps to the side. He's heard something that we haven't. He's not at all pleased. Close-up shot of the pin being replaced. He did pull it out. He pulled it out. And he put it back. He's like, you guys are super mean. I heard everything. I was going to blow you up with this, but now I'm just going to beat you with it. 
<laughs> He's using the circular pin as a brass knuckle, like punching dudes with grenades. I would love to see someone just like bash someone's head in with a grenade. <laughs> using it wrong. And then pull the pin and drop it in the hole. Fuck. This is hilarious. <laughs> Squish it into the brains. Oh, fuck. Interior, living room, Loeb's mansion, night. The conversation continues. Oh, does it? <clears throat> this war on crime forms the perfect cover for our operations. We don't want to jeopardize them now that the money is really starting to pour in. Are you sure this wasn't your Nixon voice? No, it was. there was another guy between Loeb and Mayor No One. Okay. There was, there was one more person between that was my Nixon. Shouts and stomping feet interrupt Loeb's appeal. Oh, that guy's dead, though. I can do... <laughs> Interior, Loeb's study, night. Three armed security guards burst into the room and catch Selena red-handed trying to pry open a locked cabinet. She's tripped an alarm. Hold on. His desk is full of cash, a gun, all the papers he needs to be able to kill Gordon and stop his crusade against them. But something in this cabinet is what's alarmed. Right. <laughs> it's for the really greedy thieves. They should have just took the gun, the safe deposit box, and, yeah, <laughs> and all the incriminating all the other important stuff. <laughs> he was actually hoping that they'd steal. <laughs> These papers can put me behind bars for the rest of my life. I'll just put them in the drawer. And then they the cabinet's like, you just had to get greedy. <laughs> and in there... Is his issue of Action Comics number one. Right, right. right. <laughs> Most important thing. Oh, <clears throat> uh, she tripped an alarm. Where was that? It's right under oh, the yeah. Selena turns and without missing a beat assumes a regal air. How dare you enter without knocking? The men look confused as she approaches. Once she is close enough to the guards, she whips off her the leather belt and. Cracks! the first one across the face with the buckle, knocking his gun free, then rips her long nails across the second's face. Interior, hallway outside Loeb's study, night. Three more guards rush toward the door, guns drawn. Well, she has a gun from that unalarmed drawer. <laughs> she can't touch it because she's a werewolf. Yeah. Interior, Loeb's study. Oh, it, the gun it just is part of a set. Yeah, you know yeah. those hairbrush gun sets that you can get. Loeb set his mansion up like the Spencer Mansion from Resident Evil. <laughs> like there's little traps yeah, and yeah. shit that he has. Like the gun's gonna come in handy later when she has to replace a key with the gun, <laughs> like, so that she can unlock a door. I mean, she should start checking in corners now for ammo. And yeah. instead, and there's in green plants. And then she walks out of the room, and downstairs is just a guy with hockey pads punching people with grenades. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the fuck is happening? This is my kind of party. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just crying. I heard everything. <laughs> you made me sadder than my parents <laughs> dying. <laughs> right, my parents aren't around to hear this. Daddy, <laughs> tell them they can't say that. Your son, Bruce. Your son, Love, your, your son, son Bruce. Oh, yeah, your loving son, Bruce. Your loving son, Bruce. <laughs> I love how fucking batshit insane this Bruce Wayne is. This is awesome. He's the best. I'm actually digging it. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible, but also I love I it. I love it. <laughs> this is Mission Impossible. Like, this scene is like Mission Impossible mixed with like. You mean the first Some, Mission Impossible that didn't make any sense? No, no, no. I'm talking about the 
the fourth one where she was like, she was like stealing shit and he was like pretending to be a security advisor and then like like hitting the bathtub. At some point you'll have to tell me how you managed to remember what happens in which Mission Impossible movie. I love those fucking movies. I'm not <laughs> saying really they're not good. good movies. I just don't remember which is which except for the one that Brad Bird directed. Oh, you're, you're missing out. There was the one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was the best one. That's the one that Brad Bird directed. That's the one. That, oh. That's the only one that I remember what happens no, versus a, which other movie it was in. I'm talking about the second one because that was the one that John Woo directed. Shit. Not the fourth one. Welcome back to Table Reads where <laughs> we talk about other shows that are deep cut <laughs> esoteric and you don't give a shit about. Aww. <laughs> he put us in our place, Jeff. <laughs> he got me. <laughs> This is where everybody stops listening. Well, John Woo. <laughs> Interior, hallway outside Loeb study, night. Three more guards rush toward the doors, guns drawn. Already read that. Interior, Loeb study, night. <laughs> they burst in to find Selena, securing the two guards together in a very complicated and painful looking way with her belts. Hello, my miserable little pets. Oh, she's turning. But she's these turning. guards aren't falling for it. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Die, you skanky whore! (laughs) What were the other two doing? This is for that detective you killed! Bang, bang! (laughs) They open fire. Selena dives behind the desk. (laughs) Bullets rip into the antique mahogany. The dust settles. The guards laugh and move in for the kill. When suddenly... Everyone knows that guns work more efficiently when you get closer to the victim. <laughs> They're useless from far away. <laughs> <laughs> These are close-range guns, see? <laughs> These are knife guns. That's a blunderbuss. <laughs> Silver... <laughs> the dust settles. The guards laugh and move in for the kill. <laughs> when suddenly... Werewolf gun. Crash! A black Lincoln Continental smashes into the study, taking out a wall of windows. What the oh fuck? Great! He ran back to the car crying <laughs> and he drove like an angry girlfriend into a fucking party. Chaos, confusion, gunfire, shouts. The back end of the Lincoln fishtails demolishing the antique desk and two guards. Jesus. <laughs> She's behind that desk. So is she now dead? He's like, the the fucking guards are just like pieces laying on the floor. He's like, ah, I knocked them out just as they've been served. I knocked them out just as their bodies were coming apart. (laughs) They'll they'll regret it when they get up. (laughs) (laughs) They'll live, maybe. But they'll be smart. (laughs) Now there are twice as many bad guys. Oh, no. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Fight the upper and lower half. (laughs) <laughs> Double the bad guy. Jesus. <laughs> Chaos, confusion, gunfire. Sh- oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the front end of the Lincoln screeches to a stop, a wheel an inch from Selena's face. The door of the Lincoln swings open. Selena looks up, stunned to see the Batman standing up through the moonroof of the car. Why did he open the door and then stand he goes, up? He goes, click, click, got him. <laughs> <laughs> he opens the door and stands up to. <laughs> this is how I get out. I never went to prom. That was so metal. <laughs> <laughs> he holds a black tube. 
A security guard levels his Uzi at the pair, but before he can get off a shot, Fang! He's hit in the chest with two brass parts attached to thin copper wires. The wires lead to a massive, dripping battery in the car. What, what is it, Drake? He made a giant fucking taser out of the car battery. That man's dead! <laughs> He's dead! <laughs> the guard flinches and foams at the mouth from the effects of the Holy primitive taser. shit! <laughs> Get in! <laughs> she does. <laughs> Why? Why does she do it? Come with me if you want to... Fucking, I don't know, man. It's weird, though. Come with me if you want to blow up junk. You can only get in through the (laughs) moonroof. This is the lady door. Your door has has thug parts in it. It's thug. (laughs) Thug parts. (laughs) She does. Tires squeal. <laughs> Batman tosses a grenade past her into the study. Grenade clacks across the floor, emitting a sharp, accelerating signal. This ain't no smoke bomb. Fade out. That is the best place we could possibly leave off. Oh, this ain't my no God. smoke bomb. This ain't no smoke bomb. So that's that's our new band and the first album, Thug Parts. <laughs> that's the name of our band, and it's called This Ain't No Smoke Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck First me. track, Bring in the Bang. <laughs> that was, bang, that bang. was everything I wanted from this script. <laughs> And this, the scene's not even done for the people at home. There's there's more shit going down. We ain't even out of the mansion yet. This is great. This is good. Fuck. This is good. I'm uh, I'm having fun. My face hurts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm tired of smiling, goddammit. <laughs> but wait, the Joker's coming. Uh... <laughs> I really hope there's like a cliffhangery ending that sets up the Joker in some way. That would be cool. Honestly, I hope it ends with Batman being thrown in Arkham. It's fucking... It's, it's a Joaquin Phoenix. And shooting, I don't mean Bruce. I mean Batman. Like, I hope he melts his mask onto his face or something fucking extreme. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... That's this episode, guys. Holy shit. That was a ride. I loved it. Um, you know, we're gonna record another episode tonight. So, let's stop all this jibba-jabba. Josh, why don't you tell the fine people where they can find you on the internet and your services? Come find me on the internet, joshuajbaker.com. I'm a voice actor. I'm a videographer. I'm actually doing a a whole hell of a lot of work here in Atlanta lately. Um, Shoot me an email. We can hook up. You can check out my stuff at vimeo.com, Mr. Joshua J. Baker, or joshuajbaker.com. All of that is true. And you can find <laughs> Table Reads on the internet at linktree slash table reads. Also, hey, if you're a fan of superheroes and why wouldn't you be, you're listening to this. I have a new podcast coming out at some point um, called Star Girl After Show. It's going to be very different than this, um, but it's going to be the best podcast you can find that discusses the new CW DC show, Star Girl. Um, Spoilers, I have a little bit of inside info on it. (gasps) 
So yeah, give that a listen. I can't tell you when it's going to be out because we don't have a release date for the television show yet. But there's that. Wait, um, is there a loophole to your rule where we can find the Star Girls script that didn't get made and read that before it becomes a thing? So we still ride by your rule, but we read something cool. All the Star Girls scripts got made. I'm afraid. Wah wah. Until I finish writing mine. Do it, Jeff. Um, anyway, like and subscribe. Uh, find us everywhere on the internet. Go to the Patreon. You know how podcasts work. Do it. Uh, until then, we'll see you next week, and we will fucking miss you. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black. Black, black.